On this episode, our guests Katrina and Curtis wow us with an in-studio performance of a few selections from their band, The Benders Catalog. We'll talk about music in Vegas and their upcoming vintage final night, showcasing the 27 Club, a collaborative effort being held on April 29th at the Sand Dollar on this episode of Vegas Rocks, the podcast. Today's episode is sponsored by Vegas Printing, graphic design, small and large format printing, direct mail services, web design, and more. Whether you're holding an open house, need supplies for your trade show booth, or opening a new business, Vegas Printing is your source for all your printing needs. Visit VegasPrinting.com today. Hi, welcome to Vegas Rocks the Podcast. I'm your host, Sherry, and I'm here with Adam. Hey, everyone. And we are pleased to be joined with Kat and Curtis from The Benders. Welcome, guys. Hello. You guys are a couple? Yes. yes. Right? Okay. Yes. And so Mary. you go by Katrina. <laughs> What's your last name? Ugardi. Ugardi Watkins. Watkins with his, yeah. And Curtis Watkins. Mm-hmm. Thanks for joining us. So we wanted to just go back a little bit with the whole um, inception of your band. How did your band start? When did it start? I know you you joined a little bit later than yeah. some. So tell us a little bit about that. Um, it was born out of a uh, a uh, vintage vinyl night doing stones, doing all stones back in 17, I think it was, or eight, 17, 2017? Around there. Yeah, I was around there. Um, and... Some other guitar players and bass players and drummers and a singer. We all decided we're just going to keep doing this, and, and it was a. It's it's always been a big band. It's always been this big six piece band like it is now. Yeah. And um, she came on later to help out with background vocals, and then started taking on songs on her own. And then after pandemic, um, it just worked out that she just took over lead vocals completely. Cool. And nice. who are your current members right now? Um, so her, myself on guitar and some vocals, TJ Gage on guitar and vocals, Eddie Schaller, who's been our bass player from the start. Okay. And then Chuck Reeder on keys, who's keys. been in the band since the start. And then Jamie Ursioli is, um, our um, newest drummer. Newest, okay. yeah. Okay. Sweet. <laughs> Had quite a few drummers. <laughs> Have you? <laughs> it happens. Four or five. <laughs> And so I have to ask, why the Benders? Where did the name come from? That came from that was Pete, wasn't it? That was Pete, our original singer, yeah. Sweet Pete Brown. <laughs> he uh, he came up with it, and it's it's what what you just found some information about. That. I think he was just more going off of like you know, like you go on a bender, you know, kind of thing. Like, yeah, you know, just that. Yes, I think that's what it was. Yeah, but I actually, I, I Googled it the other day, put the benders in. All right. I think I was looking up something like to see if anything popped up from us on Google. And it was like the benders family, a bunch of murderers or something from back in like, oh, I don't know wow. when, but it, they were called the benders. That was their name, their family name. They're a bunch of murderers. <laughs> Oh, no. They call them the they call them the bloody benders, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" I hope no one thinks we named our band. Yeah. <laughs> no. Are you guys both from Vegas? I'm born and raised here. Yeah, born and raised too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, cool. Yes, yeah, so she's a native. Yes, I'm a local, so I wasn't born and raised here, but I was raised here. So oh. I moved here. I was I was moved here with my family by seven years old. So. Oh, okay. okay, so you. 
Those are two different things. I'm, yeah. totally like, I'm a local is different than I'm a native. So. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure what I am yet. But you're going to be a local gonna after be a five lo- years. Oh, okay. I'm just a visitor right now. Yeah. <laughs> so right now you're still Soon, a yeah. tourist. <laughs> a transplant. Yeah. Transplant. Uh, what do they call them? A vagrant or a... a vagrant. Or a... Wow, man. I'm losing this word. Oh. Oh, was it carpet baggers? No, I wasn't thinking of that. Transient. Transient, yeah. You can just pick up and leave. A refugee or an immigrant. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm more really a Canadian refugee. Yes. It sounds cooler. Right? (laughs) I love it. So we were lucky to catch you guys at... um, the gold mine. Mm-hmm. Do you guys typically play at smaller venues? Do you, is that kind of your, I don't want to say favorite, but is that kind of... It always has been our thing. Like, um, Not that we, like, we have a lot of friends that play on the strip, and we, we totally don't mind doing all that. But I don't know, something about the smaller venues that just, you know, like, especially gold mine, it's kind of become like our little home there. Yeah. And now we're starting to do the same thing at the Sand Dollar, and, you know, so... I guess when I say small ben- small venues, I kind of mean dive bars or small yeah, bars, I mean, right? Yeah, local clubs. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, yeah. and this band doesn't. I mean, we've talked about it and chewed it up about oh, what if we were to play on the strip more or get into a casino act? And this band was born out of the want and love of playing songs that are rock songs by the Stones or Zeppelin or whoever. Yeah, but not you know the same old same. Like yes. that was the whole, yeah. that was the whole point of me wanting to put together a six piece band is because then you can do more stuff because not everybody, everybody goes out with a four piece or even a five and they can't, they got to stake with the songs they can pull off. Right. Yeah. And, yeah, And, and that makes sense. And that's, that's, geez, that's funny yeah. you say that. Cause we were, we were, we were talking about when we first saw you and was it a heart song? A heart song. You guys said you're going to play the heart, play heart. And we were like, okay. So in our head, we automatically thought. Alone or yeah. Barracuda. Barracuda is yeah. usually the, the go-to, right? She could because we were like, "Well, she's gonna sound great," and she, she can do one that. Of those songs. I've, totally I've, I've never sang it. Never you sang Barracuda. You surprised us no. with um, let's kick it out or even up, even it up, even it up, yeah. even it up. Yep. Mm-hmm. And we we both were like, oh, okay. <laughs> "This is cool," which is a deeper cut, yeah, a hit, but not a huge hit. For them, yeah, but it was right before they transitioned into yeah, it was like, the power pop rock stuff they did right. in like '84, which is the stuff I'm more you, familiar yes. with. Like I love Heart, so does my mom. So like, like we go to concerts, and I, and so he started showing me some of the older stuff. I'm like, wait, I don't know that song, and I don't know that one either. And so yeah, those, those are the ones that we've done. Are the ones yeah. that I didn't even know. I would love to yeah. hear alone. That's oh yeah, one that's my a, I have yeah. sang that one before. <laughs> I used to be in like an '80s um, cover band, and so I did a. Alone. What else do we do? Magic Man. Magic. Well, we want to do. We want to do Magic Man. We're gonna probably add that one in, okay. but um, we're, we're but I used to do that one. But I've never sung Barracuda. I I love it. It's one of my favorites, but I've never done it. Have you found that you know if, if you guys did go to a, a strip property, that they would kind of limit you on song selection? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, that's I just the way they it works. like. Yeah, they like specific uh, set lists. They like what everyone knows and knows. and we don't always say, we yeah. play the artists that people know but we play maybe like the stuff on the b-side or we play something that you only hear every once in a while and yes. so but we're trying to incorporate more genres that kind of not really genre more more modern songs that kind of fit in with the stuff we're doing okay so like the black keys we mm. i love the black keys yeah 
it just kind of works. It works with what, you know, kind of rock we're doing. And Gary Clark Jr. does too. Gary Clark yeah. Jr. So we're just kind of, you know, And now we're putting playing that stuff with, in. you know, maybe doing a Muse tune. Oh. Yeah. yeah, we just went to the concert. It was so good. Everybody <laughs> but us went to the concert. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. It's like after the fact, I saw everybody. I'm like, whoa, Stoney Curtis was there. Yeah. Uh, our friends. Was he really? Yeah, he was. He oh was on gosh. the floor. And um, our friends, Karen and Matt Woodward, were there. And we didn't know. And yeah. we turned around. And there's, there's a childhood friend of hers that I know from back before. <laughs> They're like, hey. And we turn around. Oh, hey, what's up? And it just was weird. Everybody was there. Yeah, it was very well attended. And I was like, Swipe, I didn't want to see everybody's. Whenever <laughs> I don't go to a concert, I kind of don't want to see what everybody's doing. So, like, you know, that FOMO feeling. <laughs> so, tell us a few more um, songs that you guys are doing that people might not expect. That's a good one. Um, Sometimes you throw some Aerosmith in there that a lot of people don't know. Yeah. He does a lot of deep cut Aerosmith. Like, super deep cut Aerosmith. Um, like, we do Sweet Emotion. But then, some days, I might feel like singing chip away the stone and you know that's that's where the performance has to really like be tight and we gotta sell it otherwise people are gonna go mm, what's that yeah, <laughs> you know? we want them to go oh what's that that's you know, good or, like, yeah. that was good what find is that, that get on the phone what is that, what is that song? <laughs> yeah yeah so speaking of you said tight that was one of the things too that we we thought you guys were amazingly polished Thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thank you. We did. Like, we thought you guys were amazingly polished that you must put in a lot of time practicing. Well, not really. No. Not as much as some of us no. like at no. all. I'm I'm crazy. I, I want lots of rehearsal just because I, I want to be perfect. I'm a perfectionist. And I'm kind of opposite. I'm like, we'll do it once and then we'll go from there. Be fine. Yeah. It'll be fine. Wing it. Yeah. Wing it. Be, everybody else is going to start. Stop. It'll be fine. That's I, impressive. There's been bands in the past where I've had to just show up and do a whole entire night with like there was an 80s band at the sun coast a long long time ago and i just had to show up and sing the songs i'd never performed with any of these people before it was it was crazy that seems to be common because yeah. a few people that we know um you know shows at seven they get a text message at six you know these six songs yeah okay come on in yeah you know and they need a sub right away yes. so and we know yeah. plenty of players like that that's yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't like to operate like that <laughs> A, I'm not that be a person. Bit nerve-wracking, yeah. But kudos that you guys can just like, yeah. Oh yeah, that's what Stay makes it there. interesting, cha- challenging, and and more of like exciting to do it because then it's like, well, I hope everybody knows where the break's at because yeah. it's See coming what, up. See what we get. <laughs> See what happens. Well, you know when stuff doesn't always work out. I mean, we're all good about it. We just laugh it off or whatever we don't care oh, what else can you do? we have a good time it's you know whatever i mean i think it's rock music you know? <laughs> yeah exactly that's just, true. just go with it when i was in my original band uh back in the late 90s into the early 2000s i was more like her i was like we gotta rehearse three times a week and blah 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 and, and then i got into and still have where it's another band called um cletus and sweat so oh, um yeah old um classic country with some southern rock mixed in and I learned, I've been in that band for 15 years. I front and play guitar in that song, in that band. And I learned playing with those older guys to sit there and go, what song are we doing? Well, keys it in? Okay, here we go. Bang. And then I have to I have to navigate that because it's like, they all know. If two yeah. or three guys know it, the bass player, the drummer, and you know one, other, one person can sing it, then you got to kind of catch up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is there any warm-up that you guys have to do? Like when you're, say you're 
starting a new song, you know, from a vocal standpoint is how many times do you usually go through it before you feel comfortable singing it? Um, like before show or like that day or well, like no, just before, general, just learning it. In yeah. general, he says, okay, oh. let's try this song, yeah, yeah. you know, and you've never sung it before type of thing. I just, uh, most of the songs we've done, I've heard them. You've heard them. I'm really bad with lyrics. I'm, I can't remember anything. So, <laughs> so I'm, I always have to like go through things a lot just so that I can pick up the lyrics. I can pick everything up. So I'm practicing constantly. Oh, like okay. if we're going to work on something new, I'm listening to it in the car. I'm YouTubing the karaoke version of it. I'm doing everything I can to get this song stuck in my head. Does it that's me. Seeing the words as you're singing too? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. So that's why I like to can do. So we're not in a band. <laughs> you're fine. <laughs> you're fine. <laughs> Yeah. But see, other people are different. Other people like will know the songs right off the bat. They don't have to worry about it. They figure it out as they go. And But yeah, I like to, I got to practice it every way I can. And I used to, I'm not a guitar player. Like I, I can pick up a guitar and figure it out and play yeah. some chords and stuff. But like I used to do that too, where I would play the song so that I would learn it better. Oh, okay. So, because that actually helps me like stick it in there, you know. So yeah, mm. just different things. Is this your full-time job? No. No, we both. You both also work? Yeah, I'm a massage therapist. Oh, wow. I have nice. my own business. And he works for T-Mobile. He's a manager. Okay. Over there. So. You have busy lives. Yeah. And I have kids. I and too. <laughs> wow. <laughs> older kids, older teenager kids, so yeah. So I can see why when you have a six-piece band to coordinate. Yeah. Dedicated. Because I think everyone, everyone in our band has a full-time job. Yes. Yeah. Nobody's doing it for a living in our band. Yeah. Which also, that's another reason why... Like strip gigs are, would be a little harder for us because yeah, sure. they want to do stuff on the weeknights. And this, yeah. you know, we have a teacher in our band and we have, you know, just, yeah, it's, it would be difficult, but we'd figure it out. But yeah. And are you, are you guys musically trained? Did you, or are you both just pick it up? I am. She is. I, I went to like, I was in private school most of my life, but I also went to the Las Vegas Academy. So oh, okay. I did music over there, but, um, I've been singing in choir since I was in second grade. And I sang with my church and I just, my dad is a musician as well. So I just grew up with it, Yeah, you know, so it's always kind of been there for me. But yeah. I come from a family of zero musicians, except for myself. <laughs> and uh, uh, I got into it. I got into playing guitar when I was like 15, 14 years old. And so you were a cool kid, huh? I, <laughs> yeah. I guess. So. <laughs> yeah, it was because I went to a small boarding school in California. So, you know, a lot of guys were trying to play guitar, do this. And I was like, nope, I'm going to do it this way. Oh. So and then, you know, I had the gumption to say, let's do like a rock song or two for the for the for talent the talent show. show. And, <laughs> you know, everyone was like, what are you going to do? trying to pull up we're gonna do patience like guns and roses i'm like oh man i look back at that 17 year old curtis and go what are you doing (laughs) but it was cool everybody (laughs) lost their minds all the girlfriends in the front row were like yeah you know it was it was fun you know trying to get over on 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 the establishment at school and still you know like try to like yeah we got over on it (laughs) but uh because it was a religious boarding school yeah so it was a lot it was a lot of like strict strict and you know rules 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 and it's so funny because now i'm all about rules 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 and certain things (laughs) but um you know it's it was uh and then just moving on and you know just learning songs that i wanted to learn and play as I go and okay. pick it up by ear and 
you know, so no formal training then, huh? Maybe I, I, I took lessons for like two months when I was that age. And then yeah. I took lessons a few years ago from okay. a good friend of mine here in town for, to get, shake me out of a rut. So that's about it. Oh, nice. Yep. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I'm amazed that we know so many yeah. people here that can play drums. They play guitar, they play bass. I'm like, wow. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can pick up a bass and figure it out, yeah. but I can't play bass like Eddie. Yeah. There's no yeah, way. True. Eddie's, he Eddie is great. Eddie could sit there and he's play really good. an entire Who catalog for you, note for note. And so he's that kind of player. Yeah. And he's from Chicago. He went to school for music. He's oh. like, what, like a jazz? Yeah, he's, like, he's, he's got, got a like degree a, in jazz or something. Yeah, he's amazing. Yeah, Eddie's really good. Eddie, I've been with Eddie for a long time. Like, we were in an 80s band together, and then we were in um, a surf band where I played keys and like we've had a lot of fun. That was Durango 66. They still kind of get together every once in a while and play, but I, I never have time to learn all that again. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, like I taught myself how to play piano and guitar, um, but I don't pick it up enough to be like him, you know, (laughs) even though I'm not good enough to be me sometimes. (laughs) So how, since like, since that, I'll call them the, the old days, but how have you? How do you feel like things have changed in the city in general when it comes to live music? Oh, since since COVID. Si- well, or since way back then. So you want to go way back? Oh, okay. Way back, like so. Like when you went. I mean, let's let's. I mean, I wasn't here in the nineties. I think the earliest I ever came was so in the two thousands. The Las Vegas music scene. It was yeah. still hard for <laughs> it was hard for a tourist to. I think it's even still hard now to find where they should go to hear some good live music whether it's tribute to covers or originals i still think it's kind of tough for people to navigate that part of the city uh, off the strip so it wasn't until probably till we started dating that even you being a local that we were really like holy there is like yeah, because I miss so many a, bands. We need to go. We like. I missed we're missing a whole There's a ton. Of that. Yeah, um, you know, in, a ton. in the early '90s, right after graduation, mm-hmm. I worked. I don't know if you remember where the Tower Records was on yep, the Parkway. Absolutely. There was the Union Premiums behind it. Mm-hmm. I worked there, so I'd always go to Tower Records, and then what is now the Dive Bar. Yeah, that mm-hmm. used to, to be a bar. What was it? Favorites. That's what uh, it was. He's been discussing. Uh, so I, I never crazy. knew. I wasn't let's, old enough. Let's, let's <laughs> do all that stuff. Way back. So okay. I wasn't a product of the 80s uh, bar scene. I've got plenty of friends that were. Yeah. Um, and some of those some of those clubs lasted into the early 90s, like the Moby Grape. Yes. Uh, Paradise Alley. Mm-hmm. And that's where you would go see guys like Smart Slaughter. And those, you know, that era of rock in town was. And then Calamity Jane's. Yeah, uh, I never made it there. I made it in there, but I didn't. I tried sneaking in there to see the Black Crows on their first tour. Yeah, and they played there twice. Oh, and the first time, there was like twenty people in there, and then three months later, they came back and she talks. I think I don't remember which if it was hard to handle or she. I think it was hard to handle that had been released. Yeah, and you couldn't get in the place. Wow, we were trying to get in the place, but we were underage. Yeah, so we were trying to figure it out. <laughs> Um, just stand outside and listen. Yeah. <laughs> but all those places are gone now. Pinkies is gone. Pinkies is great. I played. Places, now we're yeah. getting into my so my days in the late nineties with a band called Burn. I played Pinkies constantly, yeah. opening up for every older 
80s rock act that was still grinding it out, whether it was Gilby Clark, who we got to meet and hang out with, yeah. or Bullet Boys. <laughs> he opened up for um, guys like um, guitar player from Docking, George Lynch. George Lynch. Lynch. When he had his, his solo band. All kinds of people. Mm-hmm. And now that's long gone and flattened. Um, Boston. The Boston. <laughs> Boston and then, was a and big then place. yeah, the Boston was like the local place, like for original original music. So, do you remember what the place was called on Tropicana, just west of I think Burnham? It was a big rock bar. It was on the north side of Tropicana before you hit Maryland Parkway. Because when yeah, I do. That used to be. That used to be. Oh man, it was, I'm gonna I'm gonna wreck I, this because it was Rebel Pub and Grub. I think. No, it was. The, I, th- I think it was. I thought it was called the something. Now, where did the Boston go? The Boston ended up. Didn't it go over there somewhere? Not in Tropicana. It was over off Flamingo. Oh, okay. The new one had moved over there. Yeah, okay. because uh, when Metallica was <laughs> playing here for their Black Album, maybe that was the movie grape at that point. No, no, it wasn't the movie grape. No, that's going to bother you for two days. I know. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Candlebox was supposed to open for them. They were going to play at Sam Boyd Silver Bowl. Right. Well, the week before... I remember that tour. I wanted to go to that show, and it didn't happen. And Well, the weekend before that, Candlebox played at that for 10 bucks, and we're oh like standing gosh. this far away from them. You know, there was just a little guardrail in front of them, and that was yeah. it. Oh, man, it was a great that show. That was so cool. <laughs> <laughs> lots, of, lots of stories of that kind of stuff going on in town back then. It was yeah. cool. Yeah. And now it's down to like a handful of places you can see music, pretty much, whether it's covers or local, or, or excuse me, original. Yep. Um, but like she was saying, like you can't. You either have to go on the, you have to know the places are going to be at. You have to go on their websites. You have to like. There's, I think the I think Ve- Vegas Weekly used to like. Las they might Vegas still Weekly. do it. They had it all like mm-hmm. all the different acts that were going on in town and what places. Um, but it, I think Things now, like if changed. you're on Facebook, you just go on like certain pages and you can find out from yeah. people. And, well, and, and I don't know. You can't really. Just watch the podcast. Yeah. Right. There you go. <laughs> That's one of the reasons why, you know, we started this was to help because even places like uh, Level Up at MGM Mm -hmm. or Mandalay Bay Rhythm and Riffs, Mm -hmm. they don't post who's coming or who's going to be on there. It's kind of up to the... The the artist does it, yeah, yeah, because our friends have to post it all the time that they're there. Because they don't need to drive people in there. They have the people there. Yeah, we just had a conversation with someone about that, how... um, some places you need to bring the people in and other places the people are brought in for you. Yeah. And the yeah. difference that is depending on the venue kind of thing. True. Do you guys ever find that? Do you ever feel that pressure of no. filling a house or is it just like... Not I, really not anymore. anymore. I, gave, I think I, in the beginning we did. Yeah. yeah. I gave up on that a long time ago because yeah. my attitude since the old days was um, supplying... We're supplying the, the entertainment and... I think the old way of thinking for a lot of, and we don't deal with a lot of a lot of club owners like this anymore. But the old way of thinking was, you got to do all the work and make sure you bring in the people and so, and sometimes sell the tickets and everything yeah. else, and then you know it's you like get, we'll give you a place to oh, play how about, type of thing. Yeah, yeah, we'll have you back if it goes well. It's like, but wait, we're yeah, we're bringing the entertainment and well, so you're making the, the money. Is, <laughs> and now my and my attitude for a while has been, we're going to show up, we're going to set up, and we're going to keep the people that are in here. 
So get them in here how you can, yeah. and then we'll keep them entertained. Yeah. And that's more of a equal yeah. type of work. balance of balance, balance of, of work. sharing the work. Yeah, because yeah, it's easier to gauge your crowd and keep them in. Like you can tell. Like we do a lot of rock stuff, but like we we have like Eddie and TJ used to be in a band called Super Lemon, and they did a lot of just request kind of songs. Okay. So it was everything. Do everything. And I would sing with them sometimes. And so if we see we have a younger crowd or a crowd that likes certain things, we try to like start adding in those things. Mm -hmm. And that way they stick around. They're having a good time. And, you know, if we had our strict set list of only this and we couldn't do anything else, then we might lose those people. And so that's what I was saying. We're trying to incorporate a little bit more variety into our music that kind of fits so that we can, yeah, um, keep those, those certain age groups around or and, and that, or your 90s too, groups or your you know is the hard part here i mean you can only try and attract you know a certain age group as far as going younger because i mean a lot of younger kids might not even like listening to a band you know if they're strictly into electronic yeah. music but don't you think that yeah. that's the um advantage of playing at a small local where you have I'm thinking there's got to be regulars at all these places. I mean, sometimes. There are, yeah. But we played the Sand Dollar last month, and it was a way different crowd than I've ever seen in there. We Hmm. came in. There was, like, no one there. I mean, we were sitting on the couches we never can sit on because there's always people there. Like, we were hanging out. Within 30 minutes, the place is packed. It's packed. And it's packed with tourists. A lot of tourists, yeah. A lot of tourists. And a lot just, you know, that 20s to mid-30s range. And, yeah. wow. I think we made and, more money in tips that night than we've ever made in all the mm-hmm. years we play there. That's like, great. just people were, they were having so much fun. And then and they were mixed in with the regulars, you know. And, and did just, you have to adapt your, your set thing? A little bit. Not really. Just a little, not yeah. Time. Not a lot. Mm-hmm. And we it started out right away. I like we called one or two audibles and that was about it. Yeah. I'm wondering if a lot of the the younger kids, oh yeah, I remember my parents listening to that sometimes, <laughs> you know. Absolutely. <laughs> no, they'll they'll be like, oh wait, that song's from TikTok. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <true>. <laughs> I've heard that song. Yeah. Heard that show. It's What's not that? Stranger Things. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yes. It's not from TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's from so and so. TikTok creates nothing. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Our constant, you know, yep. discussions with our kids. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so you mentioned that the band started as a result of a vintage vinyl night. Correct. Yeah. And, and actually, I'm sorry, I'll correct myself. Okay. That was, particular show was what was called a classic album night. Classic album night. Yes. What's the, what, what's the difference? So, um, in 2016, because I think that 2015, I started um, helping out a friend of mine who's a musician in town named Kate Caruso. And he's in a couple different bands in town. And he started doing something called Classic Album Night. I started with Cheap Trick. And then um, the next one I helped him produce was the Aerosmith one. And we were doing, we pick a record, we picked a record, and then we would fill it in with other songs off of other records, all by the same artist. Okay. And then we would get anywhere from 13 to 20 different musicians to pick songs to play with each other on that they may have never played with each other on. Wow. Ever, you know? Yeah. And then we would just shuffle everybody on and off and um it was a good time um and the funny thing about the aerosmith one is that's where i met her okay i was in the crowd (laughs) (laughs) i went because i knew one of the drummers that was playing that night and i had some friends that are also musicians in town that were just going to hang out and 
That's how we met. That's awesome. Did you sing that one song? No. <laughs> Someone else did. I played it. I, I didn't sing it. But, um, but yeah, that was at Vamped. That's and it's all where Vamped. it always took place oh, at, wow. you know. Yeah. And so the Stones Night one was where the guys in this band pretty much coalesced and, and, and figured out we're going to keep going. Hmm. So and I sang that night. Too. I started getting involved in that. She started getting involved that way too. So that was that was, and then everything like we talked about with the band in general kind of progressed on its way. But at what point? I think it was in eighteen when we started doing because their kid, last one was the Zeppelin night that they did. Not not at Vamp. That was at no. A it was somewhere else. And then else. I think after that they kind of stopped. Kate kind doing of it. stopped doing it, okay. but we They're started. Like, no, yeah, <laughs> we had started um, picking up the mantle. And just, I just started thinking, well, I was just start seeing if we have any interest from other musicians that normally wouldn't be involved, and okay. see if they were interested. In it. I think in eighteen we started with Leonard Skinner, and then um, it turned into twice a twice a year, and we did um, um, Tom Petty's Full Moon Fever. So, so we did a whole Tom Petty night, <laughs> and that was good. like in nineteen. No, some I, I don't know. I don't remember. I don't know. You start, I should have had notes. To figure all <laughs> no, stuff. that's okay. That's okay. But no yeah, we've done. So we start. You I just started, kind of say like before COVID. After before COVID. COVID, after yeah. COVID. So before COVID. Yeah. Before COVID. Yes. <laughs> so I came up with vintage vinyl night, and it seemed to work. Oh, and great. Um, we've done, like I said, we've done Tom Petty. We did a Stones night again. Um, and then right before COVID is when we were getting ready to do our Pearl Jam night. Because ten was turning thirty. Oh, and then and that was vintage vintage flannel night. Flannel night. Nice. Yes. <laughs> was that was that concept hard to sell to a venue? Not at all. No. Old mine loves it. No. Um, it was so good. Yeah, and now Sand Dollar really wants us to continue doing what we're going to be doing at the end of the month, which is um, the Twenty Seven Club. We're going to be doing. About thirty something songs. Wow! From yeah. wow. six different artists: okay. Robert Johnson, The Doors, Amy Winehouse, Janis Joplin, Nirvana, and The Stones, and oh. Jimi Hendrix. So seven. I was gonna say Hendrix. Yep. <laughs> and yeah, and the the cool thing about the the album nights is, I mean, we've brought so many musicians together that a lot of people, like I knew a lot of these people back in the day when I used to perform, like. I wasn't even old enough to be in a bar and I would be performing with bands yeah. and, you know, at the Boston and stuff. And so a lot of these bands, like his band Burn from back then, Cherry Hill, um, we we did a whole like uh, our Stones album night had a Mama Zeus reunion. No, I no, mean, no, Black Crows. Or sorry, Black Crows night um, had Mama Zeus. I mean, we like we've brought so many people back together. And yeah, like you said, we've you don't play with these musicians ever. Yeah. And so you get a chance to play with other people and other styles and it's just so much fun. That's great for a camaraderie. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, it's um, a lot of musicians that we've either lost contact with or whatnot. We've now started, you know, doing a lot of stuff as yeah. well. Like Jamie, that's how Jamie ended up being in the band. And now yeah. it's because of Cherry Hill being involved and he wanted to be involved. And then we're like, well, we kind of need a drummer. So, you know, how's this feel? And that just worked out. Yeah, good. Black Crow's Night was probably the most packed that place has been since we played yeah. there. It was standing room only. You could it, not. That was at Gold Mine. That was yes. at Gold Mine. That place it was, was insane. Standing room only the whole night. It, it was, was so good. amazing to see all these people come out to see Zeus. Um, everybody was definitely wanting to see that band get back together. And they, they were a staple back in the day. Yeah. Um, 
and they play great. Everybody played great. It was a, you know, and that's the cool thing to see is when we get, like this time around, we've got at least 18 musicians involved, I think. Wow. Sounds right. Yeah. I know a couple, but can you drop some names? Who can we? So we've got, um, we've got Aaron Archer mm-hmm. and Bridget Riley from yes. A to B. I think that's what they call it. A to B. Yeah. A to B. Yeah. yeah. Um, we've got them doing some stuff. Um, I love her voice. So I was like, can you sing some, yeah, some Amy, please? Yeah. Um, she's kind of got that sultry vibe, Yes. Right? Yeah. yeah. And I was like, she'll be perfect. Yeah. Um, we've got, uh, the guys from Cherry Hill. Um, We've got uh, three of the guys from Witch Doctors: Jerry, Chris, yes. and Ooh. guitar player's name fails me. I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry, sorry. And then we've got um, guys from from Burn from his his uh, his old band. Um, um, AJ who plays with um, gosh, he's everybody, Sound. but Rylight Sound. Oh, we haven't seen that. He's yet. the drummer. Yeah, yeah. they're um, they're great. Ian and Joe from Ian Crawford great. and Cosmic yeah. Miles. Yes, awesome. Um, Oh my gosh! Who I we think saying? we've Brian Festin from um, Handcuffs for Giants. Um, Eugene oh. Altabella from Throwbilly Deluxe. And you've got your friends, um, husband and wife. Um, oh yeah, Aaron Vic and Vic. And Aaron, yeah. Uh, they Aaron Victor Holloman from no, sorry, Victor Ruiz and Aaron Holloman. They have their uh, band um, Bipolar Express. Oh, okay. They do a lot of. Um, they do a lot of country and, and and some rock, but yeah, they're they're great musicians as well. And it'd be nice. Uh, Vic did ZZ Top night with me, and that was fun. So that is a stacked yeah local musician lineup. <laughs> yes. Really, it is like that's and it's fun. It's fun, and like it, it, it just depends. Like we when we did Pearl Jam night, we had so many other musicians that you just like. I, I've always seen these guys play. I never played with any of them. I was so excited. Like, oh, is um, um, Angel playing this night? No, no, he was supposed to. He was supposed to. There's another great bass player in town. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just yeah, we know Angel too. Angel yeah. played with us Pearl Jam night. Oh, and nice. Pearl Jam, Black Crow's night. I think he was going to play this time, but I think he had a gig or something. So he got called up for something. He's he's great too. But yeah, we just we've met so many people and. So it's just good together. to see in the rehearsals everybody get along and then the music happens and you've only got so many rehearsals you only yeah. get two or three to get in there and then you know because life gets in the way or gigs get in the way True. that's where that you better know what you're doing when you show where, up yeah that's, comes where, in. That's, where, that's where it helps yeah. yes. that's where i'm, I'm more like no fine. rehearsals yeah. she's like no, she's sweating bullets in there. I'm like, I gotta sing some Janis Joplin. I've never done this before. And I, Are you gonna sing Janis Joplin? Yeah. I'm like, I need some. I need some rehearsal. <laughs> I'm gonna do some yeah. tricks I've never played. I'll do before. some doors. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've never done. You play left handed? No. <laughs> I'm not that. I'm dexterous. I can't do it. So uh-huh. that's the problem I had when I wanted to play guitar as a kid. You couldn't find a left-handed guitar. So, and everyone says, oh, I'll just string another one, you know, backwards. Flip like, it over. No, I don't think it's the same. <laughs> you can buy one that looks backwards and play right-handed, but, you know. Yeah. No, it's a Jimi Hendrix model, but uh, why would you spend that kind of money? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, would you say this is your baby, this project? It's, it's become that. Yeah. Um, it's your baby. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's so okay. good at it. He's so good at it. Like he just—I don't know why I put myself through it because I'm already, I'm stressing the whole. <laughs> so yeah. so the stress level rises every. It every, has got to be pretty emotional when it's done and over with, and it's you've pulled it off. That's got to be a pretty good feeling. Yeah, I mean, Black Crow's Night was 
big time baby for me because of yeah people involved. Pearl Jam was songs. my was my baby, but yeah, yeah. And for you, Black Crows. For me, the Black Crows, because you know, for me, the Black Crows and the Stones, and then there's Zeppelin and Aerosmith, and yeah, especially with all the weird open tunings and stuff like that. The Black Crows just kind of that's what I you know was I was about their age when mm-hmm. I heard their record was was like that that can be done. Wow, that's so cool because. That's like vintage rock. This I was in 1990, them. and it was called vintage rock. I know. It was weird, but um, <laughs> that was uh, yeah, it's definitely at the end of that show, and everybody's done. We had to get cut short because we were going over time. <laughs> too many. We had too, many <laughs> too much songs. fun. Too, too many much songs. fun. Too much. <laughs> too was, much. You know, that was a lot of disappointment about Henderson. Is that? That noise order yeah, <laughs> I know. I know. And it's so much better to play outside True. than to play inside there because there's so much more room. And, yeah. You know, it's just, it's just nicer to be outside. Yeah. When the yeah, weather's it's nice. It's beautiful when it's outside. Yeah. yeah. When the weather's nice. If I play there in July and it's like, woo. Oh, yeah. It's it rough. gets hot. <laughs> <laughs> it's really hot. <laughs> so that's the end of this month, April 29th. You're right. And at it's at the, the Sand, Sand Dollar. Dollar Original Sandal. Right? Original Spring Mountain. Mm-hmm. Lounge on Spring Mountain. Yeah. yeah. And tickets or nope. Cover? Just come on in. Free, Free. show. Tip the, show up. Tip, tip, the, tip, show tip the musicians. And nice. That's yeah. it. Doesn't get any better than that. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think we're going to wrap it up. All right. Because you guys are treating us to a few songs. So yeah. thank you so much for joining you bet. us. Thanks yes. For thank Appreciate you. <laughs> this was fun.
Vegas Rocks the Podcast is hosted by Adam and Sherry Martin Del Campo. This has been a Total Design Studios LLC production.